everybody. Uh, just before we get into the show, wanted to remind you that we have a survey out right now. The survey is to help improve the show. We want your feedback on what we're doing, uh, how we're doing it. And if you got any constructive criticism, that's where we like to see it. So we got link in the show notes. Check it out. Uh, we really like having your participation and feedback uh, because we love you and we want to hear what you have to say so we can make the show better for both of us. Right, Aaron? That's correct. I haven't said anything yet, but I just want you to know that I fully endorse Vince's plea for you to fill out the survey. I am upon bended knees begging for you to participate in our survey. Link in the show notes. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where we watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball, then come on to the pod to talk about it in a fun and comedic way. We do a little bit of improv, there's some skits, there's some bits, there's a whole lot of Dragon Ball talk, and uh, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. Uh, But before we get into the episode proper, we've got some some things that we got to do we like to call... Kame Housekeeping. And the first part of Kame Housekeeping is the One Minute Roundup. Lasso go! Hey! Hey! What the? Let go! Let go of me! Let go of me, you come over here. Mabel, I'm I'm just going. I'm just going to the general store. We're out Mm-mm. of cheese. I know we're out of cheese, but I know what kind of dairy products you're sniffing for. Oh, Mabel. The lady kind. Mabel, that is a dis- disgusting way to describe a woman as a dairy product. Though women do produce you, milk. Yeah, that's, that is, that was the gist of it. That In that way, you are accurate, but it's al- it also just sounds weird. And I... Just let me go. We need cheese, or how else are we going to make fondue tonight? It's fondue I'm, night. Fondue's it's, day. It's Thursday, I know. Fondue's day. <laughs> ah! No. no. Uh, and see. So that's a little Western scene we like to do at the top of the show to warm up our improv muscles. And when one of us breaks, that's when the scene ends. Uh, fondue's day. Def- dead forever. Dead Dead forever. <laughs> Uh, and the one minute roundup proper is where one of us, this time it's Aaron's turn, has one mm. minute to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball up until this point. Are you ready? I am now, because when you said that, you reminded me that, yep, I need a timer. While Aaron's getting his timer ready, we like to do this, you know, so you don't have to go back and listen to all of our old episodes or watch every episode of Dragon Ball that we've watched. Uh, I'll tell you, it's over a hundred it's 118 now, uh, and uh, we do this so you don't have to go back and do all that stuff, and we find it a, a fun, funny challenge, and so I will, if Aaron's ready, I'll let him take it away. All right, everything that's happened in Dragon Ball in a minute, starting 
now. So Dragon Ball is about seven crystal balls that if you collect them all, you get any wish you want. And it stars Goku, a little monkey boy who was raised in the woods and is not of this earth. Uh, he friend, befriends Bulma and Yamcha and Oolong and Puar, and they beat up Emperor Pilaf to stop him from using Dragon Balls. Then Goku trains with Master Roshi and his best friend Krillin for the Tenkaichi tournament, which, we get, which he gets second place in. Then he wants to find a certain Dragon Ball as a memento, so he beats up an entire militia, the Red Ribbon Army. Uh, then after he does all that, to get the one he actually wants, he has to fight five different kinds of monsters, and that last monster is his grandfather. <laughs> Because symbolism. And then he <laughs> trains for like three years to get life experience and like for the next Tenkaichi tournament, which he gets second place into Three-Eyed Tian Shinan, uh, who actually won it. The, but then while they're celebrating, Krillin dies because he got killed by a demon created by King Piccolo, who has now taken over the world and causes a Piccolo purge. And that's it. Aaron, I think you did a pretty good job. Yeah, everything got covered. I think you covered a bunch of major story beats. Now, if you are listening, if you're new and you're like, I didn't get any of that. You know what? Just go back. Take a listen to some of our old episodes. They're oldies but goodies. You know, I would recommend starting with episode 100. We hit 100. And that was a crazy time in our lives. And we did a bunch of crazy stuff. We did a crazy live show. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, we're different now, though. Oh, we're different. <laughs> Gosh. We've, gro- we've matured. We have indeed matured. That's why we say mature now. Um, I like a Pinot Noir now. I like wine some, sometimes because <laughs> it's good for my heart. I have to take heartburn medicine now. I love baby aspirin. It's my security blanket. (laughs) Now, uh, we have one final piece of Kame housekeeping to do, and uh, that is where I have to let you know that Aaron and I watch two different versions of the show. I watch the English dubbed version, while Aaron watches the Japanese English subtitled version. Why did we do this, you ask? Well, it was a convenient mistake that we stuck with. But it also highlights some of the differences in the translation and how some things are changed for context for the Western audience versus the Eastern audience. And uh, things are going to get pretty funny. They usually do. Um, and usually the, the first difference between the two episodes is the title. Now, and Aaron, before we even started, you said you wanted to go first. So take it away. So here's probably a more boring title than what you had for Dragon Ball, episode 118. The uh, English subtitled title is Tian Shinhan's Resolve. Tian Shinhan's Resolve? Yep. That's He's ho- staying that- fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Not eliminating 99.9% of germs. Resolve. Resolve. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I gotta say... You know what? I'm just going to read mine, and then I'll okay. let you decide how you feel about it. Here we go. Episode 118 of Dragon Ball. Prelude to Vengeance. That makes sense, though. I know. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. That is a Guns N' Roses album. <laughs> right? That, all, I'm th- all I'm thinking is that is an album title. But I love it. Yeah. Prelude to Vengeance. When we come when we come out with our live album. Ooh, Kame House Party Live. Prelude to Vengeance. Prelude to Vengeance. That's oh, our that's first fucking sick. Oh, that's our first US tour. Don't steal it. That's, that's ours. TM okay. TM. Shinhan. Help us everyone help us remember 
<laughs> First of all, good joke, Vince. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you to game recognized game. Game uh, recognized game, baby. But yeah, everyone help us remember that that is the title of our first yeah. tour. <laughs> We're putting that on you mostly, the listeners. Yeah. So uh, For, write it down. <laughs> Greg, Greg, you know. Oh, Greg out uh, there taking notes. Uh, Greg's got the minutes on this week's episode. Yeah, on this one, yeah. Cool title, but preludes aren't that interesting sometimes. <laughs> That's true. But I, I think we've got plenty to talk about this episode uh, because I think the first thing I want to talk about is that it seems like King Piccolo has this weird radio show, like TV radio show going on at the top of this episode. He's giving another address to the world, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh and he's sitting at his throne. He's saying, like, you know, I've been ruling this place for a little while now, and I wanted to have a little celebration to commemorate my annual rule. He's like, he's creating a tradition ahead of the time for the transition. It actually made me a little confused as to how long King Piccolo's been king of that sector. I've been in power a day. We can start throwing holidays left and right, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and so the what he throws out there is to commemorate his his rule each year. Uh, he will draw a slip from a box. Uh, that slip will have one of the forty three sectors labeled on it. What will happen at that point is a grand celebration will happen, ending in that sector's immediate destruction. A grand celebration. That's what he says. He it, doesn't. It's that's bonkers. the one part that he doesn't mention. He's not like, guys, party hard, then murder. Okay, so what is it for you? Is it just murder? Is it murder roulette? If I can, if I have a few few choice quotes oh. from your boy KP. Yeah, lay it on. I have even more evil and horrific news for you. You'll experience an even greater fear of dying because of the lottery. Of course. Because of this Hunger Games type. Mm-hmm. Lotto. Like the short story. <laughs> Shirley Jackson's King Piccolo. Of course. <laughs> uh, he does say if your sector gets chosen, then it'll be personally be it'll personally be erased by him. Right. But not to worry because, quote, there won't be time to feel pain. Okay, so that, and, that came through, yeah. And I merely wish to see the people with fear-ridden faces. Hmm. Do they give a date? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh do you, are our dates different? Ooh, let's, think? Okay, let's say them on three. We'll say the month. Okay. One, two, three. May. May. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on three, we'll say the date. One, two, three. Thirteenth. What the fuck? Wait, why? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, why no. would you change that? Why? Why? Why would that be different? Okay, okay, I, hold on, hold on. Okay, two, you, I get it. What yeah. One's a syllable, the other's two, so, you know, match the flap, oh. it, to, you know, as they say in the biz. Uh-huh. 13th, 9th. 9th, 13th. I guess it's a similar uh, mouth sound, like mouth movement, but that just seems, like, pointless to me. It's so arbitrary. So now, when, I, when, are, when are we supposed to celebrate Piccolo Day? Yeah, there's historians. They're huge contention. Oh my gosh, the the hallowed halls of of it, history are wait, are ablaze. Is it like 
President's Day, where like the actual day, it's actually supposed to be like Washington's birthday and Lincoln's birthday, but President's Day observed. Mm. Well, Aaron, so we... The, which, which day is the observed and which day is like the actual... Oh, day? right, 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 right. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, you know what I would say? May 9th is the actual day. Mm-hmm. And then the 13th is, is the observed day. This is... It's kind of like how Canada has Thanksgiving and then America has Thanksgiving. And they're like similar themes, but on different days. Yeah. It, Canada's strange. Similar gravies. Sim, similar gravies. Mm. <laughs> Guys, you know how much people argue in Flame War over canon. Yes. In Dragon Ball, uh-huh. over what counts and what doesn't. Yeah. Why would you do this to us? Look, they didn't know any better, Aaron. It was, they didn't know the internet was going to happen. Yeah. How did, how did they know? How did they know the internet would then take them to task? A bunch of 11-year-olds are like, uh-uh, <laughs> well, actually. If you're an orthodox Dragon Ball fan, you celebrate on the night. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're one of those, like, I only watch Secular Dragon, Ball Dragon Balls. On, yeah. Only watch it on Christmas and Easter, then... It's the thirteenth, uh, and Easter happens every time Goku gets resurrected. <laughs> yep, only the once, mm. no twice, no Twi- twice, twice, yeah, twice, yeah. And then I mean, you celebrate we'll you celebrate Dark Easter when uh, Lord Frieza gets resurrected. Yeah, um, the cool Easter. The cool. That's the cool Easter. <laughs> the or you're smoking just, behind the hot topic Easter. Yeah, you're breaking eggs and smoking behind the hot topic. <laughs> And doing ho ho ho! Ooh, you're you're doing some laughs. No, I'm doing that. I'm doing that evil laugh. I was just gonna get into why I felt like this was like almost too too well produced for a death announcement. Basically, all right, go on. So there, there's he's got like a, a multi camera setup. It seems he's got a camera on the globe that's sitting next to him, a camera on the box, camera on him, and then. Off camera, we have King Furry who has his own little table and microphone. Did you notice that? As King Furry's like no, protesting, he's got like a little microphone. And I'm like, why have that? Pro- why have that there, King Piccolo? Why give him the Robin Gibbons mic? Exactly. King so Furry just is say, King Piccolo's oh, you Robin guys. Gibbons. Oh, you guys. Uh, come on, come on, Howard. <laughs> King Piccolo's on there trying. He's having porn stars. He's got as guests. <laughs> He's causing a ruckus. Okay, so you have sex for a living. Isn't that interesting? Oh, come on, King Piccolo. We're we're broadcasting to the whole world. Don't be like this. What do you mean, King Furry? All I'm, I just, I'm interested in, in what they do for a living. We all know what you're interested in. Killing them. (laughs) Oh, oh, come on. Who's not interested in killing people? Like any other man. Don't lump me in with them. I'm not even of the same species. Yeah, that's true. We are above all humans. That's the one thing. Look, that's the only reason I agreed to be your sidekick. And that's why I keep you around. Yep. I, I, there's no. There's literally no reason for me to yeah. keep you around except to trot you yeah. out and speak while I speak. Yeah. Ooh, look, it's the half hour. It's time for my torture. Oh yeah, this week's torture is brought to you by Chewy, the the dog toy brand. 
Oh, oh no, an ironic torture this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to put this squeaky toy underneath glass. Oh, I want it so bad. I want it bad. Don't scratch it. Uh, and and see. Poor King Furry. Uh, sidekick Furry. Si- sidekick Furry. That King Piccolo. He's got a flair for the theatrical, to say the He's, least. He, I mean, I assume there wasn't television. I mean, there were future tanks when he was alive back in the day, but there weren't televisions, maybe? No, I don't think so. I think that's why we're seeing a different kind of yeah. wave of destruction. Because the in the um, flashbacks, it was always King Piccolo and his horde of demons, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's King Piccolo and his command of TV. Yeah. He makes fire content. <laughs> King Piccolo and his horde of subscribers. <laughs> his angry horde of mean lords. His posts on 4chan are legendary. <laughs> his Twitch IRL broke the internet. So we get a couple different reactions from across the globe. Uh, Launch calls him a freak. Ooh, a freak. I have yeah. Launch calling him an A1 sicko. Oh, that's so much better. L- yeah, Launch... Launch steals the show in this episode. I'm just going to tell you up front right now, listeners. <laughs> we'll get into exactly why a little bit later, but just know. A1 sicko. Launch is that shirt, baby. Launch is on fire. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. All right. It's going. It's getting written down. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're writing that down. Greg? Mm. Greg? <laughs> but yeah, I we yeah we just get reactions from all across the globe. Lots of wide-eyed children watching the TV. A theme I've noticed since Piccolo... Popped on the scene, he, he's a big hit with children. <laughs> Snow and Ader as their doctors now, I guess. Yes! Because they're tending the wounds of several people. Have the doctors all given up on their patients in these dark times? Snow not only is getting, like, field work. She's like a combat surgeon. <laughs> they, uh, the What you don't know is other than the Hippocratic Oath... There's a small footnote where it's mm-hmm. like, if King Piccolo comes back, all bets off. All bets off. It's not that you're not doing any harm. It's that you should save your own skin. Mm-hmm. Do no harm and self-preserve. It's very, yeah. very small font. Comic Sans, six point. When you were in school for writing writing assignments, did any of I had some very uh, clever friends that would um, to sometimes hit word counts. You just type a bunch of nonsense words and then make them so small they appear to be the size of, like, they they end up looking like a period. Oh, because you would mail them in or email them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd email them in or whatever. I, my, I essentially went to a technical college. Mm -hmm. And we had to do some papers, but it was very lax because everyone knew that, like, well, this is just kind of a thing we have to do because of accreditation. Right. So we're not. We're not a freshman level English class. We're like, oh, you gr- said this. Gr- this was grammatically incorrect, so I guess a fail. Oh, you know? we were very- so no. That's that's a new one though. That's kind of ingenious. Yeah, I I went to high school with some pretty smart and also very lazy folks. <laughs> that seems not lazy. 
Well, I mean, it's it's the kind it seems of like a lot of work. It's the kind of laziness. Like I am so lazy that I will do more work than the work that I need yeah. to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out, we'll be to friends, class two thousand nine. <laughs> Speaking of some old friends, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Chi-Chi and the Ox King are uh, hanging out, watching the old tube, and Chi-Chi is, you know, pleading with the Ox King, Daddy, Daddy, you could beat King Piccolo. Aren't you going to go beat King Piccolo? And Ox King is, you know, being very honest, almost too honest in a way. He's like, uh-uh, no way. <laughs> He's like, I can't, no, nobody on Earth can beat that guy. Not even Goku. Yeah, he's very upfront about not even that boy who stood you up, Goku. Yeah, not even my future son-in-law. Though he doesn't even know it. Uh, Chi-Chi gets very pouty when her dad says that Goku can't beat up King Piccolo. And like, I don't know, you gotta, a lot of women believe in Goku. Women believe in Goku. Goku. <laughs> oh God, oh God, oh God, right. oh God. Anyway, so back in court. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh <laughs> gosh! It was nice to see. Uh, I was, it was nice to see Oxy and Chi Chi. It was still like, yeah, I miss them. Mm-hmm. We could use a bit more of them going forward. Yeah, I man, yeah, all this darkness. I could really use the dinosaur being decapitated and then lasered as a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the severed head of a dinosaur that is just then obliterated from existence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how? What halcyon times we used to have before oh, all this darkness. I know. Don't you miss it? Mm-hmm. Innocent. Unlike Yajirobe, who we know ain't innocent, but he's mm-hmm. talking to Corrin. They're discussing Goku's chances, and Master Corrin is, I think, pretty frank in saying, like, pretty much it's up to fate. He's got the skills, but... Those bills. But those bills, ooh. Very high. <laughs> Bills get higher every year, man. Yeah, he he straight up says like, "Well, if Goku can't do it, then we're all boned." Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It's I mean, it doesn't say boned. That that's a joke for a dog. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> woof woof. <laughs> but yeah, he if Goku cannot beat King Piccolo, the world is done for. Wow, is what he says. I feel like, and this is, and I mean, we'll confirm this throughout the episode. I feel like. They went out of there, like, as so often we've learned, the Western version of the show tends to have a little bit more of a, like, tongue-in-cheekness to some of the dark times. Like, when when it's dark like it is now, they like to pepper in some, you know, some funnies, as it were. The, the technical term for adding jokes. Yes, yes. They like to pepper in the funnies, and uh, they... I think they went out of their way to make it so that Corrin's not outright saying like, well, if Goku fails, we're all dead because there was already too much death talk. And, you know, we over here in the West, we don't like death talk. Nope, sure don't. It's a bad radio show. <laughs> comes, uh, right, comes on right after car talk. and uh, It's not, it's never, it, you, you always start it thinking that you're going to enjoy it. And then they start talking about death and you're just like, this is bumming me out. Yeah. Dads love death talk. Dads love death talk. And those two brothers. (laughs) And, you know, because there's so much dread, Yajirobe's talking about, like, I don't want to be anywhere anyway. All I want to do is eat. He says he's a gourmet at heart. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All true. He then asks 
Master Corrin to borrow the Nimbus so he can go get some food. Because I guess sensu beans aren't good enough for him anymore. No, Cor- yeah, Corrin's like, well, you can have all the sensu beans you want. He's like, I don't want that. This bean garbage. So Yajirobe, not heeding Master Corrin's warning about the Nimbus, is like, you have to have a pure heart. Yajirobe says, my heart's as pure as this blue sky. Yep, pretty much it. Damn, damn near word for word on that. All right. What? Uh, is, anyway, is, is blue sky pure? Uh, is that your question? Is the blue? Because I also wondered that. Yeah, is the blue sky pure? Because the blue sky I mean, is just a reflection in of LA. Oh, hey, I don't think I understand that. <laughs> smog, my dear boy. Ah, le smog. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy the wild e. Yajirobe style uh, <laughs> fall through the clouds that he has where he's trying to, you know, trying to swim up <laughs> as he's falling. He, yeah, he straight up falls. He falls to the ground. Yes. Corn Tower. It is a solid drop all did, the way down. Did you think he was going to make it all the way down? I thought he was going to like get snag himself onto the tower and then have to climb all the way up. Yeah, that's what I thought would happen. Then we get him uh, yelling at Corn. Yeah, you. Why didn't you tell me I'd fall? <laughs> My dad is also part of Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Food. He fall. Yeah, I mean, he falls with Upa and Bora. Yep, they're cooking fish on a stick. Fish on a stick. Fish on a stick. Gotta have you some fish on a stick. Get you a fish. Get you a stick. <laughs> Gotta put that fish down on the stick. Gonna. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm Yajirobe, and I lived. And see. <laughs> but yeah, I also Yajirobe pretty tough to survive that fall. Yeah, he could. I mean, I don't want to have a talk about power levels and who's the strongest boy, mm. but who's the strongest boy? <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen what Goku's new power is like. I mean, Goku definitely is. Look, he's always going to be on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until there's someone who wills. Until there's someone else who is, mm-hmm. and then he'll just pass it. Yep. But at this point, I'm curious to see what a fight between Yajirobe and Tien would be like. Ooh, that would be a good fight. I definitely think Tien would be caught off guard by Yajirobe's style and brute strength and surprising speed. Yeah, I mean, classic nerds versus jocks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nerds versus jocks. Yeah, I'm the jock. And, I, and I'm and i the nerd, I guess, because I have three eyes. Yeah, three eyes. Oh. Why don't you go study by yourself? I mean, all my friends are gone, so I guess I have to. <laughs> I'm going to carbo load. You know, a jock thing. Oh, oh God. What? <laughs> Wasn't that thing breathing and talking before? Uh, nah, it was also a nerd, so it's fine. <laughs> you look... You look well marbled. Uh, are you talking about my abs? <laughs> mm, uh, yep, all 20 of them. Uh, it's like a deluxe dumpling plate. Uh, why are you... T- hey, quit gyoza. drooling at me. Uh, sorry, this is what jocks do. No, that's what cannibals do. <laughs> uh, wait, what does jock mean again? Solar flare! Uh, <laughs> he blinded me with science like a nerd. And seed. Yeah, who knows who won that fight? Uh, I mean, Tien's alive, so he wasn't eaten. I think that's a win. 
That's a win for TN. <laughs> That's a win for everyone. That's a win for everybody. No crimes were committed. No crimes were committed, and the abs were saved. <laughs> uh, TN's just watching the whole thing in his jet. It's a lot of this episode is TN flying and like saying, I hope I can make it there in time. Mm-hmm. And boy, I hope I make it there in time. Yeah. And just a little further, and I'll be there in time. And we also, like, pretty much directly after any time we see Tien traveling, we see Goku traveling on the Nimbus. Saying, yep. come on, Nimbus, faster! Can we? Let's go, Nimbus! You act like you were just born. <laughs> I don't care if you miss your mom. <laughs> I don't care if this is a new sensation, having your own sentience and not being connected to the hive. You gotta go faster! <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna nickname you Sonic. Here's a chili dog. <laughs> Which you can also get at Sonics. You ever think about that? What a weird concept. I hope this makes it into the movie. <laughs> all right, first of all, NC. NC, uh, NC, of course. If in this new movie, if he doesn't, if there's not a tie-in with Sonic, America's Driving, where he's getting those big-ass chili cheese conies, mm-hmm. then missed opportunity marketing team. Come on. Also, missed opportunity for everybody that's going to cheer and scream in the theater when it happens. I just want that chili. Nah, fuck. Now I want a chili dog. Now we're hungry, Aaron. Way to go. Oh, I'm sorry. I yajirobied us. <laughs> you yajirobied us bad. Uh, so death is upon us in the form of a lottery drawing. And King Piccolo finally chooses the sector. And who didn't see this coming? Sector 28. No, 29, my dear boy. Are you kidding me? I mean, I unless I mistyped it, nine is awfully close to eight. Oh my gosh! Look, we're I'm gonna pretty have to sure go to it's twenty-nine. We might have to look at the direct the corrections department on this one. Uh, listeners, why would you change this? I don't know why they're changing such minute details. Just let it be. Look, it's Metro West. Yes, it's it's West City, where West City, where born and raised, Balma <laughs> was spending most of her days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. She was hanging out at a capsule outside the school. There were a couple of guys. They were up to no good. Started making robots in her neighborhood. Turns out it was her dad and her mom got scared. And so she moved to the comic house with her friends who have hair. <laughs> oh, Roshi and Krillin are like, oh. <laughs> oh. I had hair. Shut up, old man. Oh. I'm from, all right, back to the grave with me. Oop. Oh. Jeez, I forgot he was dead. I wouldn't have been so mean. Cut to Capsule Carp, Bulma's mom and dad, Dr. P- Dr. Briefs, mm-hmm. Mr. Briefs. Mr. Briefs and Mrs. Briefs. They're just watching like, oh, thank goodness. It wasn't the sector where Bulma's at. Uh, but wait a minute. Why does Metro West sound so familiar? Oh, okay. So they are super absent-minded and funny in yours as well. Yeah, they're a little, they're weirdly... Absent-minded, and especially in this next scene coming up. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh my god, yeah. Have we talked about Balma's mother's voice in the dub? Yeah, isn't it? Oh, it's so sweet, and I can't really do it very well. It's it's Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors, right? Exactly. Yes. Yep. 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 I, and I, I do I do like that character. She's very just out there and oh, doing yeah. her own thing. Loves loves the boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just love the boys. I just wish Bulma would get all the boys and light them up. (laughs) Let me, let me get a look at them. Let me at them. Yeah, she's just old timey cartoon. Oh boy. Wait, no, that's, uh, let me at them, let me at them. That's, uh, that's Scrappy Doo. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
She said Scrappy Doo, except for fighting, but for boys. <laughs> and didn't ruin single-handedly ruin a franchise like Scrappy Doo did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I won't let it go, Scrappy. You ruined they, Scooby for me. They referenced you in a movie about how you ruined things. Oh God! Wait, what movie was that? Uh, Scooby Doo, <laughs> the live action movie. <laughs> oh, that movie where Shaggy only used three percent of his power. <laughs> date it. <laughs> date this podcast. Um, but I thought Scrappy was in the second. Oh, he must. He was in the second live action movie. Was he too? Yeah, Scrappy Two and Scrappy Doo Two. Scrappy Doo too. I don't know. And his idiot and their idiot cousin, like Doofus Doo. Oh my! That, there was a dumb cracker dog. <laughs> yep, he wore a red that hat was a and was gray. If yeah. I, if my memory does serve me correctly, and he was just uh, painfully made, made almost too dumb. Yeah, for, he was for a, a kid. As a child, I was like, "This is this is this is too many doos. This is too far." This is no longer a do. This is a don't. <laughs> Scrappy do too. Too many do's. Yeah. It's a don't. <laughs> Two do's don't make a don't. Uh, and Balma don't want her parents <laughs> to die. So she. Yeah, I guess. She hops on the radio to plead to Tien, who I thought maybe would just be, who would have probably, res- I, I just wanted him to respond and say something, but nope. He said to himself, I gotta hurry. He did the annoying thing of like, I'm gonna do the thing you texted me to at, you asked me to do through text, but I'm not gonna text back. Right. And I know it not even like sure or like all right or K. thumbs up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> don't which don't. I'm also, which I'm guilty of, but he did it. Then we get some some evacuation the street. <laughs> we get some chaos in the street. But a dun dinosaur running past little girl. Yeah, there's a lot of um, diversity being shown in the West City population as people are just trying to stream out of that city before King Piccolo gets there. Car crashes, traffic jams. Uh, there's a, I think towards the end of this scene, there is a confrontation where a man yells, come on, get a move on. And another man yells out of the window of a bus. He's like, it's a bus. I'm not even driving. <laughs> I was like, that's a good joke. I like that. But yeah, there's there's pandemonium in West City. In movie in movies, media, where there is a large panic in a city, I just why would you even drive? Right. You know? You just gotta you just gotta run, boy. You gotta hop on some bikes. Yeah, get get on one of them city bikes. Get on the West City bikes or those West City bird scooters and Head for the hills, baby. If you are in an ID4 situation, welcome to Earth. Mm-hmm. But also, um, yeah, don't don't drive. Bike. Mm-hmm. One, it's better for the environment. Yeah, for the soon-to-be-destroyed environment. Yeah. And you two. Gotta, every little bit helps. And two, it just, it, it always makes sense. Because what do we always see in post-apocalyptic future hellscapes is as... As our lonely hero walks down the on-ramp into the city that's completely empty because no, no cars were going in, you look at the other side of the median and there are just cars stacked, stacked out, like, coming out of the city. The Walking Dead, season one, episode one, mm-hmm. prime example. Prime example. Uh, the opening to Destiny 1, also right there mm. as you cross the gates into old Russia. There are just cars. I'm like, this is the goddamn future. 
how are there still cars here? Shouldn't they be hovering? Yeah, should they be hovering? <laughs> Didn't we fix mass transit by now? <laughs> Apparently not. But yeah, or don't live in the city is yeah. the other advice. Look, we're telling you this because we want you to fear for your lives constantly. <laughs> and we want you to fear that the show might not come back after this commercial. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, Aaron. Vince. Aaron, wake up. Aaron, wake up. What? Huh? What? I'm, I'm sleeping in the bunk bed above you. What's going on? Oh, God. Aaron, I just remembered. I've got to tell the audience that I've got this really, really cool show. February 8th at 11.30 at the Caveat Theater. It's with uh, my improv team, Code Switch. Oh, God, I'm finally getting my breath back. It's with my improv team, uh, Code Switch, and all POC team. We do improv on the way we communicate, Aaron. And uh, we've got this show at Caveat at 11.30 p.m. So if you live in New York City and you want to see... New York City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or if you live in Long Island City, Williamsburg. Long Island City. Their salsa's uh, better there, by the way. Whoa, really? I mean, New York, we, we all know New York City salsa. Bad. No yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's not good. But Long Island City. Ooh, salsa much. capital of New York. Tri-state. <laughs> so if you're in the tri- greater tri-state, uh, go go on to Eventbrite, go to Caveat Theater website, check out the info on the show, uh, come on and support uh, Independent Improv. It's a really, really great show. We had a, a short run over the summer, and it was amazing. We had, look, if you're a fan of this show and you like podcasts, we had Carl Tart and Zeke Nicholson from Comedy Bang Bang and from The Flagrant Ones on our show, ladies and gentlemen. And we've got some great guests lined up for, for this show coming up this week. So if you're listening to this, please check out the link in the show notes. Check out the show. Um, it, it's going to be a real rocking good time. And now, Aaron, let's get back to sleep. All right. Uh, I wonder what I'll dream about. <laughs> it's always about Vince. Whoa! We made it. Yeah, now we're back. back. Now we made it back from wherever we were and forever, mm-hmm. wherever you guys went. When the commercial happens, we blink out of existence. It's kind of, it's kind of trippy. It's really, it, like... Have you ever had all of your atoms simultaneously dissipate, mm. but also become a state of existence and non-existence at the same time? You know what, Aaron? I have the perfect example. Okay. It's going to be nerdy as hell. So, <laughs> Well, perfect place for it. Let's go. So in one of the episodes of Star Trek Next Generation, there's a oh, Dyson boy. Sphere. And the crew find inside that Dyson Sphere is an is a uh, dilapidated Federation ship. Inside that Federation ship is the original engineer from Star Trek, Scotty, has suspended himself in a transporter. So I what we go through is exactly what Scotty was in for probably 60 years. Oh, man. He scattered his atoms into the transporter and made a transporter loop to hold him in stasis. He didn't age a day. And he had words for Jordy about how he was handling the Enterprise. Oh. Boy, oh boy, did they butt heads. Yeah. But they, they got along at the end, right? Mutual respect? Mut- yeah, yeah. Real recognize real. Okay. They got drunk. He tried on his visor. Yeah, he tried on the visor. Was like, oh! How could he see anything in this thing? <laughs> I can't do it. I can't read. <laughs> With these things on my eyes. 
but just like Jordy and Scotty, <laughs> they they you know they ended up loving each other, just like the briefs. Oh man, we we are back at Capsule Corp, and again, remember if you forgot during the commercial, there's a there's panic in the streets. Panic in the streets. We get the robot lizard maid back. Mm-hmm. She is gathering all of the pets. Yep, <clears throat> and there's like. 20 of them? Yeah, and she's just dumping them in a wheelbarrow. I didn't realize that the briefs were like these weird hoarder, animal hoarding people. Not only animals, but also plants, too. Well, I knew they had like a greenhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type of, an atria, atrium. Mm-hmm. But just, that's a lot of animals. It is a lot of animals. You know, Mr. Briefs has a satchel around his back. He's got it. Pretty much everything. He's ready to go. He's looking for Mrs. Briefs. He's like, honey, we have to go. Where are you? And she is looking for Scratch. Scratch? Oh, they renamed him. Wait a minute. Hold on. What's Scratch's name in yours? Tama. Tama. Westernized spelling T-A-M-A. Hmm. And this, it's important that the cat's name is Tama because we get a pun here shortly, which I'm sure they... Just kick to the curb. Yeah, they they were like no puns, just a cute yeah. little cute little anime cat. No puns, all buns. No puns, all buns. So wait, what what is the pun? So we, I mean, it's like two minutes straight of <laughs> Mrs. Brief looking for this little this honestly the cutest anime cat I've ever seen. Absolutely, re like legit. I don't know how your meow is, mm-hmm. but it's a legit kitten meow. Yes. Oh, melts my heart. It does. And you know, Aaron, but, I, I have a little black cat named Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And after this, I was like, I should have named you Scratch. Yeah. I should have. And I'm it. sorry. And Tokyo's like, yeah, you should have. I'll have to take her to the courthouse and add a name. <laughs> the cat formerly known as Tokyo. Exactly. Oh, my. Name her Neo Tokyo. What are you doing? Oh. It's too close to Neo Yokio. <laughs> well, I think that was look, that's Neo Yokio's fault. <laughs> that was on purpose. Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she finally finds Tama. Mr. Brief comes in and says, So you found Tama by chance. And I guess, according to them, mm-hmm. according to Funimation, Tama Tama means by chance. Uh... So I guess it would be you found Tama Tama Tama. Ah, well done, well done. And then... That's actually a very well-written pun. I like that a not, lot. That's pretty good. It's a and great pun. And then Mrs. Briefs gets like, honey, that's there's no time for that. <laughs> and so he gets, emba- like, he gets embarrassed about the wordplay he pulled. Oh, wow, this scene really changes. Because he, then- he's not embarrassed about, uh, in mine, he's not embarrassed about, you know, making a pun because there is none. Does he make any kind of joke or? No, he's pretty much, Aww. he's just like, come on, honey, we, we've got to go. And then uh, she's like, well, did you remember to water the plants? You know, they get upset if you don't water them. And then he gets red faced. He's like, oh, thank you for rem- reminding me about the little things in life. You're so good about that. Very, very odd. So, yes, but reverse it. Um, Mr. Brees is the one that. He's the one that says, oh, no, I forgot to water the plants. Ah. And then Mrs. Brees is like, yeah, you're right. Those poor things, they'll they'll starve if we don't feed them. That's true. And then they go out like, all right, let's just do it quick. Mm. 
Vince's scene gave me legit anxiety. <laughs> because the world is ending around them? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was not comedy to me. It was infuriating. Mm, mm. I am... All right. If any of you go on a road trip with me or something where it's like, we have to get to a place by a certain time and I am leaving with you. And if it's all right, we all agree that we're going to leave at this time and you're still putting your fucking shoes on. I won't say anything, but inside I am raging. I am seething with anger. Yeah. (laughs) Because we all agreed on this time and we all knew and we're all adults. Mm-hmm. And we all know how much time things take. You know how long it takes to tie your shoes. Yeah. So be ready on time so we can go. <laughs> Even though I've already planned to have a little wiggle room in our timetable so we get there early. But still, I don't like to use it. And the frustration that you're feeling about <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Briefs is shortly cut when we get a cut back to the Kame house. Um, somehow some prisoners get onto this remote island. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how did they get there? Just dudes in striped pajamas mm-hmm. demanding food and money. Uh, I love that not immediately did they recognize that these were people that had broken out of prison. <laughs> Yamcha just goes, oh, jailbreakers. So that's what I call these three. Jailbreakers. <laughs> yeah, I call uh. these three characters jailbreakers. They're trying to run Android on their iPhones. <laughs> these bastards. These these goddamn pricks. They want to run Windows on a MacBook Air. <sighs> they don't want a contract with Verizon. How dare they? <laughs> oh, they think they're special. They got an aftermarket Oppo OnePlus 4 phone from China. These monsters. Oh, I guess the Snapdragon 4 and the Samsung isn't good enough for you, is it? We get it. You pledged on Kickstarter, and then finally it's here after two years. Oh, you don't like Android Wear? You want to run Linux? Uh, Sickening. (laughs) I spit at thee. I mean, these are kind of basic thugs, except for... Hold on. Basic? Aaron, we've got an old man with an eye patch that's probably... Six that's, eight. That's standard thug. Yeah, so we got we got two standard thugs, and then we got a we got a goddamn superstar. <laughs> we got the the clear winner out of the three. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you an escaped alligator with shades on. Oh, he's got the cool guy glasses. Yeah, he's got he's got those he's got those uh, Morpheus glasses with no with no uh, stems or whatever because he you doesn't saw have. Joe- yeah, he doesn't have ears. He doesn't need them. Yeah. He saw Joe Camel and he's like, that's a good look. Mm-hmm, I'm stealing mm-hmm. that look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I should smoke now, I guess. <laughs> that would be the only way he's uh, any more interesting is if he was uh, also the skater smoking, to a cigar, smoke. smoking a cigar. <laughs> I just want the skater to do fucking rails off of an ostrich stripper's ass. <laughs> he's hardcore. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> He's a reject from Fritz the Cat. <laughs> um, I think the kicker for this is going to push you over the edge. He's got a mobster voice in mind. Uh, would you delight us with your vocal rendition? Why don't you just give us your money? All we want is food and zenny. Come on, dollface. Come on, Blue. Get in the kitchen. Nothing frozen. That's 
actually alive in these And all I wanted to do is, we're the jailbreakers. And we found your island by chance. This is basically our lost. We used a different app than Google Maps to find this. <laughs> we used ZeniFinder. We went through our VPN. <laughs> Incognito mode. <laughs> we pirate manga and we <laughs> and we don't use Google Apps. See? See? Yeah. And we love to smoke cigarettes <laughs> and talk about boys we like. <laughs> Am I mixing things up <laughs> too much? Oh no. Not not even. I think you can go any further. <laughs> But yeah, that that floored me. Like I, oh, I audibly man. laughed when when mm-hmm. that gator opened his mouth. Monster out Cool came out. Gator. Yeah, Monster Cool Gator. I love him, and he gets worse. I yes. don't know if he gets as worse than yours, but he becomes like, oh, come on, man. Ooh, oh yeah. Hold on. Yeah, what does he say in yours? I feel like since you're saying that, it must well, have been different from what I heard. So let's. I mean, order of events. Yes. They try and threaten the boss squad with an assault rifle. I like that Launch is the only one who does not react. Launch? See, this is what I'm talking about. This is where we're talking about where Launch gets even better. Because she is standing there stone-faced, not even moving. Yamcha flinches. She doesn't. Just, it's like, oh, guns? Whatever. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Gun, I command gun. (laughs) I'm the Aquaman of guns. (laughs) I do it. And they do what I say. Which is usually kill that guy. You merely adopted the guns. I was born in it. (laughs) Uh, I forgot. Uh, It's been too long. My repertoire of Bane quotes have dissipated. Shall we play a game? I I don't have any more. (laughs) That's all I got. When the Dragon Balls are collected, have my permission to die. (laughs) (laughs) That is... That's, got him. I think that's the that's the best thing I've heard all day. <laughs> I, I want to do it now. Can I do it now? Yeah, all right. When all seven Dragon Balls are collected, then you have my permission to die. <laughs> what a weird choice. Oh, what a choice. For Bane. Yeah. In that voice, right? Remember when we were like, well, this is fucking goofy. What are we doing here? <laughs> Every, like, everyone was surprised. There was, not, that? there was not a single person on the planet that wasn't like, this is strange. Remember the summer of 2012 where the world just collectively looked at each other and like, that's it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the choice? After all this, Cool Gator, he he tries to grab Bulma. He's like, let's have this girl pour booze for us. Then he get, then Bulma smacks the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. She's got a strong right hand. But he does like the equivalent of like someone like touching their mouth, seeing blood, then licking that blood. Ooh. To prove that they're tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, that felt good. Like, oh, oh, no. 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 Don't it, be a creep. Just be my, cool. Yeah, in mine, he's like, ah, we got a fighter. I like a fighter. Ugh. Yeah, also creepy, but. <laughs> awesome. That's why I love the Tenkaiji tournament. <laughs> that's that's what, it, it got cut off. Yeah. They cut away from him. They cut his mic after that. So here. Here's a series of events, and then I think we, we can analyze it. Yes. Bulma yells out for Yamcha. Yamcha finally does something and beats up the alligator and then another thug. Mm-hmm. Then Yamcha's about to get decked. Does he get hit? 
I'm no. trying to think. He he okay. stumbles because of his leg. Yeah, he's got a bum leg. And then Launch saves his ass, knocks out the last jailbreaker with one punch. One punch. Do 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 do. So like a few things here. One, Yamcha, you could have done anything at any time. But you oh had to wait for Bulma to tell you to do something. Yeah, like here's the here's the thing for me. In that sequence of events, we see Yamcha dodging gunfire. You're telling me, yeah. You're telling me you couldn't have done that right off the bat, Yamcha. Off the rip, you see these. You see a guy with a gun walk in. You're not just wolfing fisting him. Yeah, what is up with that? Oh, God, God, you've oh how the mighty has fallen. He's got the yips after that leg break. Yeah, his spirit is just done for. Guys, let's all take a minute and, and you know, try to send Yamcha some of our energy. Yeah. Not a lot, but just some. Yeah. Th- just send him your thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to Yamcha's leg. Uh, because the, yeah. the opposite we see from Launch, who just one wind-up and decks this yeah. dude, dare I say Midoriya style. I mean, it was smashing, for sure. Oh, yeah. But- Absolutely smashing. <laughs> it's a Kame smash. Was the graveyard bash? Launch was uh, launch. Also, wasn't you know Johnny on the spot right. to fight these guys off? She's probably like, "All right, I'll let him rob these fools, and then I'll rob them as they leave." <laughs> How can I sneak some crime into this? A cl- what she was thinking a classic take and switch. Launch saves everyone. Yeah, and Yamcha. Launch the hero we need. The hero I know. It's the hero we. D- What's that? What's that line uh, in those popular movies that we quoted, quoted recently? Before. I think it's something along the lines of "the hero we need," and then I give you my permission to die. <laughs> Once the entrees have arrived, you have my permission to die. <laughs> would you Thank like? You. Would you like all of that to come out at once? <laughs> That's my pitch for a New Yorker cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> That is, that's secretly why Bane did all of the things he did to Gotham. He just wanted to be in the New Yorker cartoon. Why won't you put my cartoons in your magazine? I've come, look, here's a book. Here's an anthropomorphic book talking to another anthropomorphic book and saying, I know I shouldn't judge you by your cover, but that's the gook. And if you don't like that, why don't you see this anthropomorphic book talking to this anthropomorphic book? <laughs> and the one book says to the other, Hey, what happened? I thought you had a spine. Oh, did I mention that book is murdering <laughs> the other book? Breaking his back? Mortal Kombat style. You ever play that? Oh, how about how about this one? (laughs) One anthropomorphic book talking to another anthropomorphic book. (laughs) We're 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 the New Yorker staff. We're listening. Go on. I'm sorry. It's just so gosh darn funny. That I, I, I'm struggling to even describe it to you. I mean, it's written right there. Just read it. Mm. We've read it a couple times before you said it. 
and the one book says to the other, Hey, you won't Dewey Decimal believe where I met my first wife. All right, Mr. Bain, thank you for your time. Oh, oh come on, wait, uh, wait. Uh, I, I went to Yale. Where we, I mean, don't make us get to security. Mainly because we are limited on them, and if they die on the job, it's there's a lot of paperwork involved. Oh, oh speaking of dying, there's this book. <laughs> okay, Mr. Payne. Oh, my my life's work. I suppose I'll be a terrorist now. Hey, what? Did he just say he's going to be a terrorist? I I mean, I heard terrorist. He's oh. going to he's going to work with tariffs. Oh, a tax guy. That's a yeah. good callback. That's kind of funny. Hey, that gives me an idea for a cartoon. Oh, right in front of me. <laughs> and scene. Wow. How'd we get there? Oh, man. You know what? I don't even care. Topical <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Look, that joke never gets old for me. Doing doing f- funny stuff in a Bane voice. Doing dumb Bane voices. Yeah. Dumb Bane. Dumb- oh, Lord. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gotta shake off that Bane voice. This just ends with Bane getting rejected, but also Yamcha, he's like, that's it, I'm finally gonna do something. And you'll find out what it is next episode, maybe? Yeah, I would, like, this is is the sad part for me, is all I want, like, all I wanted right now is, like, that should have been Yamcha's moment to be, like, Mm -hmm. to realize that he has enough power to help. Instead, it's more of a moment of him realizing he's still too weak to do a lot. And it's just like, I guess I better do something. It's been 10 episodes. And it's just a little frustrating because, like, again, we're we're all Yamcha fans at this point. We don't want it like he's becoming the butt of the joke so soon. I thought it was much later. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was with Saberman. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Poor Yamcha, some new dicks coming to town, and he just gets kicked to the side. Mm-hmm. He just get abs, I guess. He's got to get those abs. Got to get on that TN diet. Speaking of TN, we King Piccolo, the arra- uh, the arrangements have been made for his trip to Metro West. He's not going to fly there like a chump. He's going to ride in style oh, in the presidential yeah. car mm-hmm. that he uses a. Uh, Mecha platform. You know those platforms that just go up and then you just see a bunch of like a uh, line of lights passing by? Yeah, back in, in the a day. Mecha, in, a, in a mecha anime. Yeah, you know, Zoids, Voltron. Yes. <laughs> Zoids, the prime example, yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone thinks when they think of mecha. They think of Zoids. They, he, he, yeah, rides one of those to the car. Tien... Drives by, sees him as like the top of the tower opens up, and just you know breaks in midair like you do, as as one does, just like some asshole on the street. <laughs> it's like, hey, King Piccolo, let's fucking fight, let's go. <laughs> just from his car, yeah, like a real like a real punk, <laughs> yeah, like a real dirt bag, <laughs> like a real dirt bag, buddy. I'm trying to get like, don't block the street. <laughs> King Piccolo should be like. You're in the way. 
I know I said no laws, but traffic that's a traffic violation. Come on, I'm not I'm not a maniac. Yeah. You can't you we, can't be double parked in front of a an airway. <laughs> Piano, call someone. I mean, this is more dangerous than the purge I instituted, honestly. Yeah, at least those people are on foot or in a giant truck. Yeah, they're they they're willing to participate. Other people can't. You're you're causing a problem. Ah, Lord Piccolo, we have to hurry or we'll be late for the destruction of Metro West. Uh, nah, look, I'm going to teach this guy a lesson. I oh. guess I'll fight him. Oh, yeah, you're going to teach me a lesson, you green punk? Yeah, why don't you come down here and say that? Oh, I guess, why don't you come off your freaking castle and then I'll come down there. All right, here I float down. Oh, shit, he's actually... I'm on the ground now, let's go. Oh, shit, I guess I better fly down there, too. Oh, I, can see, I see you could fly. I see you have some levitation powers. All right, a martial artist. Uh, I hate him, so you're going to die. <laughs> and see. See. I mean, that's... That's exactly what happened. Oh, you didn't want to just recap the whole episode in character? <laughs> uh... I, I did want to highlight that before King Piccolo decides to actually fight him, fight Tien, he's like, you know what? I'm going to make an example of this guy. Piano, I want this to be live. Ooh, what? Yeah. And, and I live wrote, from the garden? <laughs> live from King's Castle. Live on Twitch. It's King Piccolo making an example. Live from King's Castle. It's the first annual Kick the Shit Out Tien <laughs> Awards. Musical guest. Drums. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Tien puts on a big show about one visualizing the Mafuba again. He, he, you know, he's doing some of that, the secret techniques, the mental reps. He's, he's visualizing the action. He's going to make, you know, produce it within the universe. But then he has this weird thing. He's like, I got to inch closer for uh to get to king piccolo and then he does like the scooch closer to each other thing that mm -hmm. they did at the end of the raid two barenthal absolutely baron is that the name? raid two baron yeah is that there's a subtitle i believe that's the subtitle for raid two look all i know is that scene was dope yeah you if if you're cool you know what we're talking about <laughs> and if, if you haven't seen it it doesn't make you not cool it's just we'd we'd appreciate it if you would between now if and the next you, episode, just like go watch it. Just watch the Raid 2 Barathol. Yeah. Um, if you just watch the trailer, you'll see that scene. You'll see what we're getting at. Mm -hmm. Where it's just two dudes scooching up to each other because they're going to fight in a kitchen. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I got to watch the Raid 2. I know. This. I think we're both going to have to watch the Raid 2. <laughs> uh, I do want to highlight that Tien is being pretty boastful. He's kind of like puffing himself up, trying to get King Pickle all riled up. Mm -hmm. Um. And King Piccolo says, that's the problem with the human race. No respect for the superior species. Wow. His thing is just like, is this the respect you show a king? Nah. I like, I think both of those are good options, good alts. I would like your, I think I like yours. That seems more King Piccolo-y. Yeah. I, I, I do think throughout King Piccolo's appearance in the series so far, I, I think he's very well written. Um, I think all mm -hmm. of his lines are pretty pointed and, um, you know, he, they give him a lot of charisma. I, I I need to not do research and just through osmosis figure out who that voice actor is because he's got some style on him. You know what I mean? There, He's just, out of 
everyone in Dragon Ball so far that we've met, he's the most, he's just evil. Everyone yeah. else is like goofy evil. Yeah. Or like, I want to be taller. <laughs> I want to be a baller. I want to rule the world, but as like a kid. If I had a phone, I would call her. <laughs> this guy's just, I don't know. I like murder. <laughs> That's it. I, lo- I love a good death. Make mine destruction. <laughs> but, you know, STN is trying to inch closer and execute his plan of using the Mafuba and trapping King Piccolo in the rice cooker. Um, King Piccolo decides to give Tien a different challenger. And uh, boy, oh boy, if you have a weak stomach, I'm sorry that you had to watch this <laughs> because uh, he hasn't done this in a while. But King Piccolo produces another child. <laughs> Yep. If I if I do say so myself, he King Pillow becomes a daddy, and a zaddy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he becomes a zaddy, <laughs> and uh, up chucks a giant egg. Out of that egg hatches a fighter, and that fighter's name is Drums. <laughs> Ringo Starr comes out. Ringo, Ringo comes out of that egg and pr- proceeds to just. Fucking crush it. Just wail. Wail man. on those wail on that double bass. Like an hour set. Oh man. Put YYZ to shame. Yeah, Tien dies of shame because he's like <laughs> I can't play drums as well. I keep trying to drum on my abs, but it sounds like a xylophone. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> uh, lot uh you describe Launch's perfect second date. Oh yeah. <laughs> Strumming on those abs. I played his abs like a xylophone. It was oh, great. What? I don't even. That's not even a bass. <laughs> that's like some cricket shit. Ah, what do you know? Uh, you're right. I never even kissed a boy. I mean, before me, Bulma. <laughs> you know, before you think that, I kiss Yamcha? Gross. Oh well, I I assumed. I mean, Tien and I, we've at least held hands. What? Yeah. Uh, all I did was. Complain to him about doing karate. Uh, well, I mean, that's what true love sounds like. Yeah. Yep, that's what Mama said. She's wonderful. How scratch? Oh, they found him. Oh, good, 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 good. But they might die soon, so. Uh, well. What are we going to do with these jailbreaker bodies that are just laying here? Why don't you capsule them or something? Uh, that's effort. All right. I wish someone was here to eat them. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, just a guy who likes to eat dead things. Oh, great. Well, this is perfect timing. Oh, ooh. Oh, that kid who looks tasty. Ooh, he tastes like a mobster. <laughs> this is one. We, Lodge, we should hang out more. We never get to talk like this. I know, Bulba. It's, it's almost like they don't want us talking together. Yeah. Although we still only talked about men, so mm. Mm. so not great, but it's a start. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's end scene. This. Yeah, end scene. And the, I mean, the last shot we get is Goku charging ahead on his Nimbus cloud, pleading for Nimbus to go any faster. On mine. Yeah. There's a weird last line that the announcer has. He says, "Hurry, Goku," but. He does it in like this weird guttural. I mean, let, let me let me attempt it. Ooh. It was more like what? It was real at it because it was like 
Will Goku get there in time? <laughs> this is bonkers. These two episodes, like, the past two it, episodes have just been bonkers. It threw me for a loop. I didn't, I'm like, what is wrong with this man? Did I he bet, say that line, right? It's like some kid comically hit him in the groin. What's going on? I, I bet you he was in the booth. That was like hour 10. And he's just like, what? They're like, this is your last line. Yeah. All you got to say is, hurry, Goku. He's like, ah, ah, sweating. <laughs> hurry, Loka! That's the sound. Yeah, we. that's the sound of the man's vocal cords popping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just split right in two, which they can do. It's fucked up. <laughs> vocal cords Vocal cords can, like, snap. Ew. No joke. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either, but that's what happened. That's what we heard, and they're ah, like, well, that's, that is the best take. So. Me duele mi voz. That was the cleanest take. The other one had a bit of echo, so <laughs> we used this one. Yeah, a bit of echo. Uh, we heard a cat meow from when we were laying down those scratch tracks. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> oh. oh. Hey. All right, well, oh, podcast yeah, yeah, over. Yeah. We <laughs> Podcast adjourned. Well, no, we got a bunch of mail we promised we were going to we, do. We do have some mail. First, on Facebook, this is from William. He wrote, I just want to say you guys are great. I may only be on episode 20 of the podcast, but I started at the beginning of the month, and you captured the spirit of Dragon Ball. Also, fuck Bulma. <laughs> My man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, respect. 20 in a month? Oh, my God. Uh, that's, a, that's a consumer of media if I've ever heard. You're like He's, The stamina on this one. Oh, man. I mean, it's over a certain number. Uh, like, I don't know, over 15? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, over <laughs> 20 at least. Over 20 at least. Good on you, William. Uh, he continued to write, I listened to it on my way to work and back home, and it makes traffic just barely bearable. I feel you, dog. Mm-hmm. As long as you continue to address Bulma as the monster she is, you will still have me as a listener. Uh-oh. <laughs> we, uh, we, you know... Once you get here, once you get to this bit. Yeah, there's like we lose like Bulma. There's a steep Bulma drop off at a point where she's not in the picture. Ergo, she's not being actively terrible. And in a lot of the future episodes, she's put in very vulnerable positions. So I don't feel like it's appropriate for me to bash her all the time. But how about this? Uh, Just for William. And I had this in my notes, but we did get to it in the show. Her... You know, calling Tien over the radio to plead for Tien to stop King Piccolo because her parents live in West City. It's a little selfish, Bulma. Come on. Just just throwing another line about the millions of other people living in that metropolis. Yeah, just be all like, my friends. Yeah, all my high school friends. Tien, you got to save that ramen place I really like. Tien. What's the name of it? Uh, I forgot. Bleep. Jen, you gotta stop King Piccolo from getting to West City, or all my favorite Gap stores are gonna burn. And what will I wear? The store that only sells clothing that has my name on it will mm-hmm. be destroyed. Yeah, when I said Gap, I meant the Capsule Store. The Capsule Store. Fall into the Cap. cap. <laughs> so yeah, well, thank you for writing. I'm glad we can assage your commute. Mm-hmm. Oh, Aaron, uh, I also have a Facebook message. What? I hope I hope he doesn't mind that I'm shouting him out on the pod. But oh, um, was this a personal message? 
just just a quickie from from my from my mate across the pond, Alex. He wrote. He said, "Great show this week, bro. Making me crack up in my silent office like a weirdo." Yeah, weirdos. To all my weirdos, laughing out loud. You're not silent. alone. Alex is doing it too. Is that the sequel to Silent Library? Yes. <laughs> office, office like a weirdo. If you, or I was gonna say, Silent Office. Silent Office. Ooh. If you laugh above a certain decibel, then you're fired. <laughs> a horrible game show for a horrible age. <laughs> but thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, Alex. Uh, and then some more from Ben. Power listener, Ben. Mm-hmm. Powered to the extreme listener, Ben. Ben to the nth power. So he he wrote something that, Ben, you got to, I need, I need a little more clarification. He writes... Guess who gets, sorry, let me read it the way he wrote it. Guess who gets the gift card to Arby's. Aaron gets the gift card to Arby's. This is because of episode 11 of Dragon Ball. The penalty is pinball. Ooh. Um, this all sounds familiar. I do remember making some sort of Arby's related bet with you. Oh, really? Kind of. Ben, if you can write to us and please let us know what this is about, because if I'm going to give credit to Arby's, I want to know why and, and and who. Yeah. And Ben, you just cost me a goddamn gift card to Arby's. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You, you know how much those are? Oh, I wanted some curly fries. Oh, I'm getting a, two French dips. Easy, Aaron. Easy. I'm not, I'm not made fists. Arby's gift cards. Not yet. Not yet. So, yeah, let it please. If you let us know what that is in reference to uh then whatever gift card giving needs to happen will happen and shall be documented it shall be and then he also wrote since i like the robots don't blush and codename exorcist fist uh those fun fun anime improvs we did for you many a little while ago Mm -hmm. could you do a couple episodes where each one is reserved for each show hmm so wait, is he asking for us to do sequels to Robots Don't Blush oh, and Codename Exorcist Fist? Oh man, I don't know if I have that skill level. Oh gosh, I think we're gonna have to train in the hyperbaric time chamber for that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, I gotta chase this cat around to get to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Got to chase Scratch. I mean, how about some more improvised anime at some point? I think we, I think that we can, uh, we yeah. can accomplish. Yeah, glad you liked it. Thank you very much, Ben, for always giving us those good, good emails. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening. If you want to talk to us, you can write us at kamehousepartypod at gmail.com. You can talk to us on our social medias. Um, and remember to sh- share the podcast yes. with, the, with anyone you think that might like it. Uh, go on Reddit. Post some of our clips on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we're not allowed to anymore. You're one and done. <laughs> one and done. We need now. Now is where we lean on you. Lend yeah. us your uh, Twitter thumbs. Lend us your Reddit fingers. Tell tell the world. Tell tell your aunt and uncle on Facebook. Oh yeah, aunts and uncles, the greatest way to get a podcast going. <laughs> tell your boss on Instagram mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that one you don't need this job, and two listen to this podcast. They'll respect you. Yeah. Reverse psychology your way into a raise. Using Kame House Party. Yeah. In a way that is, again, for parody purposes only. (laughs) Not for consumption. 
Tommy House Party does not endorse uh, anything, really. Yeah, we don't really endorse anything other than Dragon Ball being awesome, you all being awesome. And Aaron, I'll say it, I think you're awesome. Vince, I mean, I don't want to be presumptuous, but I think you're awesome. Oh, you know what? Everyone is awesome. And no matter how awesome you are, no matter what's going on out there in the world that you're living in, because you, you are awesome. Because you are awesome. You gotta keep, keep.